Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. And hello again. Welcome to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Hi, my name is Steve Lacey. And my name is Phil Thompson. It's good to have you with us today. Thanks for uh, being with us for this weekly podcast that we've been doing for the last 28 years. And um, well, not 28 years, but actually a long time. And uh, we are a company that works with churches and ministries primarily. If you just happen to uh, tune in for the first time, we, we, uh, we talk a lot about tech things, but we also talk about uh, anything that's kind of ministry and church related because, well, we all have that background and uh, we love to help churches. And so uh, that's kind of what we do with this podcast for about a half hour every day. So uh, I, I was going to throw a curveball at Steve, but I'll just go ahead and introduce our guest. <laughs> His name is Paul uh, Steinbrook. And Paul is actually the co-founder and the CEO of a company called OurChurch.com. And uh, Our Church, O-U-R-C-H-U-R. Uh, what am I, I? I just lost my spelling. C H U R C, whatever, however you spell church, ourchurch.com. <laughs> All right, we're into this 30 seconds. I already screwed it up. Uh, and <laughs> let me give you a little bio and then we'll let, we'll turn Paul loose on you here. Paul is from uh, Safety Harbor, Florida, which uh, is in the Tampa Bay area. You're on the what, the west side of Tampa Bay? Is that right, Paul? That's right. Okay. And uh, Paul's married, he's got three teenage children. And uh, he's also an elder at his church. He's life group leader, life, yeah, life group leader. Uh, he plays bass. Uh, and the church, of course, is the Journey uh, Community Church. And is that in Tampa Bay, Paul? Yeah, it's in Safety Harbor, right Safety where I live. Harbor. Oh, okay, right where you're at. Okay, so you don't have to go far. And uh, and according to his bio here, he, he, he enjoys time playing soccer. He's one of those guys. And uh, he's he's a hiker, and uh, he likes the Tampa Bay Lightning. Now that's a that's a hockey team, right? Tampa Bay Lightning. Absolutely, yeah. All right, good deal. All right, so you're a hockey fan. Mm-hmm. Right. I am. Yeah, we have we have some hockey here in Tucson, uh, but it's uh, what do they call it? Minor league hockey, I guess. I don't know, but mm-hmm. we're more of a basketball team. So anyhow, you're probably wondering why do we have Paul here? Well, first of all, Paul, welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast. Mm. Thanks, Phil and Steve. Thanks for having me on. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, we're, we're glad that you're here. So we're going to talk today about SEO, and we've talked well, about SEO before. I'll go ahead, me, Steve. We'll let me ahead, jump in. So right. we need to mention that we've partnered with our church. So we're, they're a, a partner company with us. So we're, we are, uh, it's just one of our one of our friends in the industry. So, um, so when you say want, partner, tell us what that means. I mean, well, are they sharing our profits or our we're losses? Gonna, <laughs> How does that work? I mean, it'd be our losses, right? We're, we're gonna we're a strategic partner. We're, we're going to promote their goods and services, and they'll promote ours. So, all right, good. All right. Well, so, so Steve, what are we going to talk about? So we're talking today about SEO, and I think we need to start off with what is SEO because we're going to get a variety of people that are going to be listening. And um, so what is SEO? How would you just, what is SEO? Yeah, it's a good question. Good to start with. And um, I would say that SEO, um, first of all, the acronym SEO stands for Search Engine Optimization. And it encompasses a whole bunch of different things. But 
uh, everything involved with SEO is they are things that help a website or local listings to rank better in searches so that when somebody is searching for your organization or an organization like yours that your uh, your listings your website shows up in the search results um, towards the top right. so and if i'm a church mm -hmm. i would think the most obvious thing if i'm in the tampa bay area or i'm in safety harbor florida you're going to have people in safety harbor forward typing in safety harbor um, charismatic church or, or safety harbor church and the goal as a church is you want to show up in the what they call the organic listings within the google so, yeah yeah so. absolutely and I, one of the things that um, we say around here is that your website is the front door to your church and so and we say that because uh, most people and some some studies say as many as 80 percent of people will visit a church's website before they ever visit the church in person on a Sunday. So it's really important to have your website uh, where people can find it because they they want to look for it. They want to find out about the church before they come and visit. And so, so yeah, it's important to be visible uh, in the search engine when people are searching for a church in your town or maybe a specific type of church if they're looking for a modern church or a Lutheran church or something like right. that um, so that you're available and people can find you and get information about your church so they can come for a visit. All right. So they're going to make decisions. You're speaking our language here. We, we say this mm -hmm. just about every week is, you know, the people are going to check you out and see if it's a good fit. So your first impressions are on the web. And if you're not found when they go to Google to type these things in, then you never get a chance to, to you know, to make that first impression. And uh, kind of my take on SEO is SEO is some things you can do on your website to improve your chances of showing up in that search list. So there's things you do to the site that's going to help you out. And you've written uh, a recent article that talked about the five church SEO recommendations for 2020. So these are some keys to, to gain favor with Google. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, why don't we jump into that a little bit? And by the way, if you want to see that article, just go to OurChurch.com. And uh, you guys have an area there where you've, where you've written articles. And, and that, that one that Steve just mentioned is five church SEO recommendations for 2020. Mm -hmm. So can we jump into that? The first one you say here is make sure your website is mobile friendly. Well, talk yeah. a little bit about that. Absolutely. So um as you guys know, and probably your listeners and viewers know, um, a lot of people are looking at websites on mobile devices, on their phones and on their tablets. And in fact, now 50% um, or more of website visits are mobile these days. And so um, Google realizes this and they want to give their, uh, their users the best experience possible. So now Google actually will penalize um, your website and give it lower search rankings if it's not mobile friendly. And so um, before you start any other types of optimizations or things with local listings, the thing you want to do first is to make sure that your website is mobile friendly so that um, Google notices that and it gives it as good a, uh, a search ranking as possible. So when you say penalize, I mean, you know, we we're talking about hockey earlier. <laughs> you don't go into a you don't go in the penalty box, but in a way you do with your website because it's going to be down the list quite a ways. 
yeah. when somebody searches. Yeah, and um, it's it's not an official uh, Google penalty like you might get for doing some other things that Google doesn't like. But they, like I was saying earlier, Google wants to give their users the best experience possible. And so um, if, if your site is not mobile friendly and another church in town is mobile friendly, they'll say, hey, we want to give the mobile friendly website a little bit better rankings uh, because it's going to give a better experience to the user. Good. Yeah, that's good. That's good information, especially now more than ever. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, as you were saying, over fifty percent of people are looking at everything on their on their mobile devices. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Times have changed. And, and, and making your website mobile friendly is going to be something that your your webmaster is going to be in charge of, right? So they'll, there's some things they can do to make sure that that site is going to work and be friendly on mobile. Yep, absolutely. Okay. It goes to your website developer. All right. All right. So let's just move on here a little bit. So the second point you bring up on this on, on recommendations for SEO is set up, verify, and update your Google business listing. Well, what's that? I don't what do I even have a business listing? I mean, expound on that a little bit. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you may or may not have a Google My Business listing. Um, and uh, sometimes Google actually sets up Google My Business listings for organizations without them even knowing about it. Um, so the Google My Business listing, it, it's basically what, you, what Google uses in Google Maps, um, which we a lot of us use to navigate around town and everything like that. Um, and so um, the results from Google Maps and the Google My Business listings also show up in uh, the local three pack, as it's called. I hope I'm not getting too technical here, but it shows up in the regular Google organic uh, results as well. And so if you've never um, set up or verified, claimed your Google My Business listing, you may have um, whatever information Google has decided to put in there for you, or you may have no listing at all. Um, but this is a really important uh, source of information because it does show up in the Google search results and it shows up in Google Maps. And if you're not in those places or your information is wrong, then it could cause all kinds of problems for you. Right. Um, in fact, I was just talking with a pastor uh, a couple days ago and he was telling me a story about how somebody showed up at their church on Sunday at the wrong time because they had done a search and gotten information off of Google and it had the wrong service times on it. And so, so super important to, um, to set up your listing if it's not there, to verify it so that you get access to it and then to make sure that it has all accurate information for your church. This is, the, this is kind of a lifeblood for small business in your town as well. Absolutely. Um, small businesses need to and, you know, in a sense, your church is, you know, is a small business as well. And you should be um, making sure that the, the, the Google My Business piece is up to date and current. And um, this, maybe we'll dive into a tangent here, but there's um, things like reviews and other things that are going to show up on that Google My Business, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, like you were saying, the reviews will show up there, um, done by other people. Um, photos will show up there. And then all of the information, like your phone number, your address, um, things like that, all show up in there. 
And um, the Google My, li My Business listing is getting more and more important because sometimes it's the first thing that people see even before your website. And some people may not even go to your website. Mm -hmm. um, if they see your Google My Business listing and maybe it looks bad or maybe they're just looking for a phone number or an address and they may get your address off of that listing and then not go to your website. So it's it actually a lot of times is what people see and is the first impression even before they get to your website. Well, let me ask a question and maybe get us off a little track here, but how important are reviews? Because, you know, obviously we're talking church here. We're talking, mm -hmm. you know, getting your church to show up and all that. How important are reviews not only with Google, but like Yelp and those kind of things for your church? They're very important um, and for two different reasons. Um, first of all, when somebody goes to your Google My Business listing, they're going to see those reviews and that's going to have an impression on them. Um, I've seen some recent research that says 90% of people um, take reviews into account when considering a product or a service or an organization. So people, people really do value those reviews. Um, so that's important. And then the second aspect of it is that where your, um, where your church ranks in Google Maps and in the Google local listings um, is based in part on how many reviews you have on, on your Google My Business listing. So that's one of the search ranking factors for local listings in Google. And so a church that has 20, 20 reviews or 30 reviews is usually going to place higher in the search results than a church that has no no reviews or two reviews. Wow! So so it's important both from a user standpoint and also from an SEO perspective. So let me let me jump in here before Steve jumps in. Uh, <laughs> uh, so how do I get that? I mean, you know, if I'm a pastor or you know involved in my church, how do I get more reviews for my church? How how do I go about doing that? Well, you get get reviews in the same way that you get anything else at your church. You ask for them. <laughs> so <laughs> so you can do that um, in a like in the service. If you want to, you can make an announcement. Um, you can send out an email to the people in your church. Um, you know, there's all you can put a um, you can put a page on your website that says, um, you know, if you you're a member of our church and you like what's going on here, post a review. And then you can put links in there. Um, one of the best things, one of the things that we've found to be most effective is just to email one person who's a member of your church each week, um, a different person each week, send them a link to your Google My Business listing and ask them if they'd post a review. And by having a personal invite rather than just like a mass mailing, you usually get a better response to something like that. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. That's good. And and as a business, you also point out you can participate in those reviews. So mm -hmm. you get a good review, you can say, you know, thanks for, you know, glad you had a good time. Or if you get a bad review, you can reply to that review as well. I yeah. mentioned, uh, I mentioned that. <laughs> Go ahead, Steve. I was just, I mentioned that I'm going to be vacationing near you um, mm -hmm. this summer. And that was one of the key things we were looking at was reviews of properties. Mm -hmm. And, and, and if there was a, bad review if the owner of the property jumped in and said you know hey we're sorry you had our time but we you know here's why that you know here's how we're going to resolve the issue or whatever it really adds a lot so it's a, a two-way communication with the reviews as well for your church so 
Yeah, absolutely. And I and that's something that we definitely recommend that churches do is pay attention to the reviews that you get and uh, you can thank somebody for a good review, um, but especially your response to the negative reviews goes a long way to demonstrating that you're engaged in what's going on online and also shows your character and how you respond uh, to criticism. You know, if you're somebody who, when you get a negative review, uh, you know, you fight back with a negative response, people are going to see that and be like, whoa, I don't want to be a part of a church where, you know, every time there's criticism, you get your head bit off. Um, I want to be a part of a church where, you know, if there's, you know, if two people go bump and there's a disagreement that, uh, you know, the person is nice about it, understanding about it, tries to resolve whatever issue there was and, and makes things right. Because, um, you know, nobody's perfect, right? Um, and so we go through the process of just resolving issues in a Christ-like manner. Good stuff. All right. Let's move on here as we talk about your recommendations for SEO. So you have a number three here, integrate uh, Google Analytics. So if I'm listening to this and I'm going, hmm, what's Google Analytics? Yeah. Yeah. Tell us a little more about that. Sure. So Google Analytics is a free service that Google offers, and it helps to track information about visitors to your website. And it can provide all kinds of insights into your website traffic. So it can tell you how many people each month are visiting or even how many people each day or each week are visiting, how they're getting to your website, what they're uh, what they're doing on your website. And so one of the best things to do um, is to integrate Google Analytics with your website so that you know how many people are getting to your website from search engines. And once you have it set up, that allows you to evaluate and see how well your search engine optimization is working. So if if a church doesn't have it set up now, they can go ahead, get it set up. It's really pretty simple to do that. Um, And then they can be tracking how many visitors are coming to their website from this point forward. So a year from now, they can come back and say, you know, wow, over the last year, we've increased our visitors by 30% and here's where they're coming from. And uh, not even just a year from now, but you can do it month to month and see how how you're progressing with your search engine optimization or really any sort of website marketing or other type of marketing that you're doing to help reach out. Steve loves that stuff, don't you, Steve? I do. I mean, it's another thing you can get out of it here is just the behavior of of what your people are doing. So if you, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things you can say, well wow, our beliefs page is getting a ton of hits. You know, if 40% of our people are going to the beliefs page, we need to make sure that that, that is, you know, and tuned up right. So just it lets you get a feel for what people are doing on your site as well. Uh, yeah, definitely. And uh, I'm, a, I'm a big advocate of, um, of setting goals and measuring progress on things. And so I think if you don't measure how you're doing in terms of visitors to your website, you have no idea how effective... Uh, your your SEO is and so you don't know if it's really worth the amount of time you're putting it in if you're doing it yourself or if uh, like if you uh, if you contract with somebody to do the SEO for you then you have a way of measuring the return on that investment by saying you know here's what we're paying and here's what we're getting in terms of website traffic and plus it'll help you be in tune with any potential surprises such that 
I mean, Google changes their algorithm all mm -hmm. the time. So your site may fall out of favor and you might not know it unless you're, you know, staying on top of your Google analytics. Yeah, definitely. Good stuff. All right. So we got about five minutes left here. Let's go we with the fourth. Two more here. points here. Yeah. Yeah, we got. So uh, you have integrate Google search console. Uh, here's another one of these. The Google search console. What's that? Yeah, Google Search Console. This is uh, another free tool that G Google offers. And um, it's kind of like a next level up from Google Analytics in a sense that it gives you a lot of information about how your website is being, uh, how, how Google sees your website. And so if Google has any problem reading um, any of the pages of your website, um, it'll let you know that if you've gotten any penalties or have any problems with your website, it'll tell you that. It also tells you what keywords people are using to find your website. So that can be really helpful too, um, as you find out like what kind of searches people are doing and ending up on your church website. And again, to implement something like this, you, you need to have somebody like that you're like your webmaster, somebody that can help uh, put this together. Yeah, there there are um, a couple of different ways to do that. Um, you usually have to put either a little snippet of code into your website code or verify in another way. But yeah, it's a it's a job to pass on to your website developer. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. All right. good but the information, I guess it can be a little technical, but some of yeah. it is they provide some really good, I think, summary reports. So, mm -hmm. you know, so, you know, someone at the church can create a good, these Google accounts, the analytics accounts and search console accounts. And, and they'll, you know, they'll, like you said, they may identify some problems that, that you can't solve, but you could pass that on to your webmaster. But a lot of the tools and benefits, I think of this would apply to the, I don't know, non or semi-technical person as well. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that, Steve. All right. Fifth point, develop a church SEO plan. All right, so we're talking about SEO here. We're going through all this stuff. Uh, all right, so a plan, a plan. Uh, some tips on how we can develop this plan. How long should the plan be? Uh, elaborate yeah. on this a little bit, Paul. Yeah, it's a. Uh, this is a really broad point here because it really depends on where your church is and what uh, in its SEO. Because like if you're just starting, um, you've never done any SEO with your website before, your plan for this year might be just the four previous points that we've talked about here to make sure your website is SEO or mobile friendly, verify your Google My Business listing, integrate Google Analytics and Google Search Console. That might be your plan um, for the year. Um, but then you might add in other things. If you're further along than that, you may want to do some optimization of the pages of your website trying to get keywords um, onto the pages of your website so they rank better in search results. Um, you might want to do some of the things that we mentioned earlier with your Google My Business listing. You may want to try to get more reviews for it or add some photos to it. Um, and there are some other things that you can do to help improve the search rankings for a website like blogging and doing some additional content stuff. And so there, there are really lots and lots of different things that you can do. And so it really depends on where you are in your SEO and uh, what your time budget or your financial budget is with it. 
And if you're really not sure what to do, it's helpful to talk to somebody who has experience and is an expert in SEO and just to help you put together a plan for it. Gee, do you know anybody like that, Paul, that, that maybe is... So I'm, I'm being facetious here, but uh, this stuff is very important. Uh, if you want to reach people and you want people to connect mm -hmm. with your local church, your website is very important. And, and Paul, uh, we've been talking here with Paul uh, Steinbrook, and Paul is uh, the CEO of OurChurch.com. And so, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's some people listening to this podcast. They're going, wow, this sounds really good, but it's over my head. And this thing really went fast. What do I do? I would probably point people to your website and just go to OurChurch.com. And you can uh, look at some articles there. And how can how can people reach out to you, Paul? Yeah, there's a couple of different things. First of all, I think if somebody really wants to do SEO on their own, I mean, we're here to empower the church and to help local churches to be successful in their ministries. And so if you really want to do the SEO on your own, we have uh, we put together something we call the Ultimate Guide to Church SEO, which is on our blog. And so you can read that and it gives you tons of pointers and information about that. But if you um, say, hey, I don't have the time or uh, you know, the ability to learn all of this stuff myself, I'd rather have somebody do it for us, do it well, then um, you can reach out to us. You can email us at support at ourchurch.com. Or um, if you're looking at the SEO section of our site, we've got a, uh, a form there that you can fill out to get in touch with us that way. Yeah, that's awesome. That's This is good stuff. And Paul, uh, we're, we appreciate you so much. We've uh, talked with uh, Mark a little bit in the past, your brother. Uh, and uh, uh, real quickly, how, how did you guys get started in this thing? I mean, you've been doing it for like close to 20 years now, right? Yeah, actually more than that. We started back in 1996. And... Um, Mark and I actually, we're, we're brothers, as you mentioned, and we had started um, a couple of businesses previously, even in high school and college. And we kind of had a, a, a sense that we would love to do something together uh, once we got out of college. And um, I went to school and did some software development stuff and was uh, tinkering with the web uh, when it was just starting to get started, uh, at least publicly. And uh, at the time there were no uh, there were very few churches online, and um, and I thought, wouldn't it be great if um, we could create a website builder that would help churches to be able to build their own websites affordably? And so that's how we got started with a church website builder. And since then, we've branched out into custom design and SEO and other things, and that's how nice. we got started. That's tremendous. You know, our our founder Steve Lacey here, he he actually started the internet. Uh, did you know that? He, he, Him and Al Gore. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Actually, I'll, I'll let Steve. We're really running out of time here, but this is good. Steve, Steve actually was with the in the aerospace industry. Mm. Uh, for many years and he was mm -hmm. on the internet we always i always tease him he was on the internet before there was an internet uh, <laughs> at least before it was public so uh so we have a lot in common before there were browsers yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, all right good all right so folks uh again we're out of time but you if you have any questions about this uh, you can reach out to us uh our email is support at streamingchurch.tv that's one of our 
one of the things we do here, streaming video. And uh, I'm sure that if you have any questions, Paul or, or uh, others here can help you. Uh, and as Paul said, we're, we're, the, we have, we're on the same page here. We want to help the church. We want to help you uh, any way we can uh, to reach people using technology and other things. And, that, and that's kind of what we do here. So, Paul, thank you so much for your time today. It's been a pleasure and great to talk with you guys. All right. And Steve, thank you for yours. And I'm Phil Thompson. And uh, folks, thanks for viewing and listening to the Church Solutions Podcast. We'll catch you again next time. Have a great day.